Hello and good morning to you, my beloved brothers and sisters in the Lord. Of course, it's your brother, Pastor Chid Jacob, here this morning to share this day's episode of our ongoing fellowship with the Word. Let us pray. Precious Holy Father, we thank you this morning. We give you all of the praise and the glory for all things that you have done. Thank you for your joy in our heart. Thank you for the peace in our heart. Thank you for everything that you have done. Thank you now we're seeing that you have thought far ahead for our lives, that you have given us a destiny, a purpose. Thank you, precious Father, for your word that is coming to us this morning will touch us, will uh, suit uh, every pain and drive away every fear and open our heart more to those to things that are possible in you. We give you all of the praise, for we know that the thought, your thoughts and purpose towards us consistently are that of good and never evil, for no evil is found in you. Lord, we yield ourselves to your will, to your thoughts, to your plans, to your word, that it will have its full course in our lives. We give you all of the praise. Thank you for the righteousness we enjoy. Thank you for the health we enjoy. Thank you for the wealth that we enjoy. Thank you for the peace that we enjoy. Thank you for the joy that's eternal. Thank you for your love that will never change. We give you all of the praise and we see ourselves experiencing daily the fullness of all this. Thank you, precious one. We give you the praise and we give you the glory. And everyone who prayed as Christ this morning will say, Amen and amen and amen. Beloved brothers and sisters, you know, we have to be more practical than ever before. Our faith is not a science fiction. Our faith is not something that is out there. The challenging thing is that the man in the flesh is incapable of understanding spiritual things. What I mean the man in the flesh, the man who reads everything from his eyes, from what he can see, what he can hear, what he can touch, what he can smell, right? So the canal man, or let me say it this way, the canal mind is not capable to understand spiritual things. That's why Jesus said, for you to even perceive, Jesus said to Nicodemus, for you to even perceive, that means for you to acknowledge, that means for you to see that means for you to understand about this kingdom, you must first of all be born again. Why is that? Because a carnal-minded man cannot understand, neither can he see the, the truth of the kingdom. But now this inability to see is because everything begins in the realm of the spirit. Everything begins in the realm of the spirit. But we also know that being it being in the realm of the spirit does not mean that it does not have a tangible physical equivalent. In fact, the goal of God is because God is spirit. Whatever he does, he does in the realm, in the realm of God, which is the invincible realm, which is the spiritual realm, right? So when he does it in that realm, then it will manifest physically. That's why man is given God's own spirit so that the way man, God works, that way also God works. Don't forget, last Sunday, we shared in the book of Genesis chapter 1, I think verse 31, after God had done all things, 
he declared, the Bible declared that he looked at everything that he had created and it was not just good, but very good. There's nothing bad there. There was no evil. Everything God did is good. That is to tell you that God wants us to experience good, have a good life and a better life. I'm hoping that these simple truths have stuck into your heart. That means anything that is short of that, God is not responsible for it because we can see the scripture and see that everything he did was good. And now we read, of course, Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 10, which finally confirms to us that God brought us here to also do the kind of good works that he does or he did. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now, when I talk about practicality, think about it, beloved. The word needs help. Humanity needs help. You know, sometimes it's like uh, it's like we are, you know, somebody who is trying to drown and they are flexing their muscle, all this stuff that you see. But when your eyes can see from the kingdom level, you will know that humanity needs help. The world needs help. We still have not been able to figure out the issues about our health. Many times, even with the doctors, it's just let us try and see what will work. In our homes, we need help. Help Deep down what is going on in us, we need help. If you look at, for example, places like the uh, U.S., if you look at the number of people who are mentally unstable, don't forget that mental instability doesn't mean that the man is naked uh, moving around in the, in the market. There are too many people who are, who are, using antidepressant drugs is everywhere is everywhere so if you look at it why, why am i saying this so when the bible says that that humanity is crying out for help you will understand it's real it's practical for example for the first time ever since i knew what america was ever since i got to experience the country ever since i see how perfect i have worked for the government I see how they try to do things. But for the first time, even Americans are anticipating that in the next few years, there may be civil war in the U.S. I mean, that is the home of democracy. That is the home of democracy. For the first time, Americans are fearing that there may be civil war, not outside, but in the U.S. itself. That means the home of democracy can no longer stand. I'm saying this is beloved. Listen, I'm not trying to frighten you, but... I'm just helping you realize or have a better conception of what is going on. So when the Bible says that the creation, humanity, is, is stretching out their neck, what they're saying is that they're looking for help. They're looking for hope. In fact, all of the things that you see people do is a cry for help. When you see people depend so much on drugs, what are they crying for? They are crying for help. When you see people engage in some risky behaviors, what are they doing? They are crying for help. That is why you and I cannot be like the ordinary man who condemns them. I said last Sunday, God is not raising sons who will condemn the world. No, sir. No, ma. Let me say that one more time. God is not raising sons who will be angry at the world, who will condemn the world. No, sir. Religion is good enough for that. God is raising sons through whom he will save, deliver, redeem the world totally, completely and absolutely. 
That is why when I tell you that the first thing we must purge in our heart is what religion has inserted in our heart. For any man who will hate another man on behalf of God, that man have no idea who God is, have never experienced God. Even if whether that man is a pope, whether that man is a bishop, whether that man is an imam, whether that man is a fire-breathing pastor, any man who will hate another man on behalf of God, that man have never seen God before, have no experience of who God is. He's just a man who is enslaved with religion. I had an, I had an experience here a few weeks ago. I wanted to go out, uh, so uh, it was drizzling, so I didn't want to drive, so I booked a ride, a boat ride to go out. And um, I booked the first ride, and I thought the guy had arrived the ride, so by the time I got out, he was not there, and it was drizzling. And so there's this little prayer place uh, that, you know, some other religion, uh, some religion uh, prays is just by the fence, you know, just, just by the wall. And because it was drizzling, I could not stand outside uh, to avoid being soaked by, by the rain. So I, I, I inched myself into that place to take a cover. Remember, I had no umbrella. I was just trying to, I thought I would just run into the ride and then head out. And then some fellows were there praying, right? They were there praying. And you know, I didn't know, I didn't know. You could see how angry, how angrily one of them left his prayer and came to tell me that I could not stand where I was standing wearing shoes. Now, don't forget, I was not standing right inside. I was just standing in, at the entrance, right? This man, on behalf of God, on behalf of God, angrily asked me to leave the place. That means I should go and stand in the rain, right? Rather than stand where I was wearing shoes because he knew probably I wouldn't remove my shoes. See, see that that is also how they will kill a human being on behalf of God. That is how you know who has God or who doesn't know God. And they, I don't care where you belong. If if this whole thing has be, has is now, you know, how God will be pleased and man will be destroyed, run away. They don't know God. They have never seen God. So this man have no idea that the God he is fighting for lives right on the inside of me. That when he asks me to go outside of the rain, it is God that he asks to go outside the rain. But he's bowing down somewhere praying to a God that he has never seen and will never see. How do, Pastor, how can you say that? Don't forget. What did Jesus say? He said, when I was in prison, you didn't come to me. Isn't that what he said? So when that believer was in prison, it was Christ that was in prison, right? He said, when I was, I was in the hospital, you didn't come to visit me. So that means when that believer was in the hospital, it was Christ that was there. Isn't that what he says? He said, well, when I was hungry, you didn't give me to eat. Well, so when that believer was hungry, who was hungry? Notice that Christ, who is God in them, was expecting the people to help, not that the feeding was going to drop from heaven. Why did he say that? He was expecting them to reach out. That man had no idea that when he asked me to step out, he had asked God to step out, but he's bowing down, praying to God. Beloved, humanity 
needs help. And so, when you and I are not talking about the glory of, of God is here, it's a practical help to the cry of nations, to the cry of humanity. Enough of religion. Enough of the drama. Man needs help. And that is what this glory is here. So, when you begin to position your heart, right, to become a man that God uses to answer the prayer of hundreds of thousands, of millions of people, or a prayer of one person, or of two, or of your family, or of your community. Now, we are thinking like our father. Now, we are aligning our heart to be filled with the fullness of the glory. Like I mentioned this morning, every aspect of human life, right, every aspect of human life needs help. Because when man tries to solve the problem, it's never perfect. I was giving somebody an example a few days ago, why nations and why somebody like me would try to get involved, why nations like Nigeria must think correctly. For example, in the U.S., they have invested billions of dollars in the healthcare system. They have invested so much money. They, are, they have the best of equipment. They have the best of training. They have the best of systems. But did you know the consequence of that? The consequence of that is that today, as I speak to you, the average American cannot afford that health care. The average American cannot afford that health care. That is why insurance is mandatory. Because out of pocket, many Americans cannot afford the same thing that has been built to take care of them. I mean, I saw a 60-something, 60-something year old uh, men and women who had retired from work, who should be at rest. But they came back to work to take up a cashier work, not because they need the work, but so that they can stay in insurance. Because they can't afford most Americans today, as I speak to you, cannot afford healthcare. So when here, countries like Nigeria, we are not trying to make such investment. We are not trying to make such billion dollar investment to build the best of hospitals. The, 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 question, the first question you should ask is that, are we going to be able to afford it? If America, with the GDP they have, right, their citizens cannot afford healthcare. When we invest those kind of money, are people here going to be able to afford the healthcare? You know the answer already. So that means that we have to rethink our own system. Perhaps instead of focusing on curing, we will first we will invest, even though curing is, is important, but we will invest in prevention to have much healthier people. Now, I'm just saying these things to tell you that if this is an example. Even when man thinks that he has solved the problem or thinking, the problem they solve seem to create other problems. So even at the place where you think is perfect, you start to realize that it is not perfect in the first place. Brothers and sisters, what am I saying to you this morning? The world needs help. Every humanity needs help. They are crying. When people wake up and start to say the things that you hear them say, don't judge and condemn them. We look at them as people who need help. And what, what should you and I do as sons of God? Remember, son of God means that in me, God is a man. In you, God is a man. In you, God is walking the earth. In you, God, it is your hand that will, God will use to touch somebody and say, be at peace. It is your mouth that God will use to speak to a teenager and then their heart rests and direction and focus comes into your heart. Or into their heart. It is you, your hand, that will pay school fees. It is your hand that will feed the poor, 
right? And so that is what I'm talking about. We're not talking about the glory of this and that. No, the manifestations, whether it is of wind, whether it is of fire, whether it is of, um, you know, or whether it is of, of cloud, whatever that manifestation is must transform to help for humanity. And that's why you and I are here. So when you wake up, right? When you wake up, when you pray, when you design your heart, you desire that in you and through you, the God in you, we prefer solutions to the cry of many. We bring peace to the hurting, right? We bring hope to the hopeless. Jesus, God, God manifested Christ. Why? To solve humanity's problem. And now Christ is multiplied in us. Why? To solve humanity's problem. That is why, you see, that idea of don't worry about here, we are going to somewhere up in the sky. It was the foundational, was the ideological problem of, that we had. And so instead of us realizing that heaven must come here on earth, we accepted everything, hoping that one day we'll go somewhere up in the sky. Sir, heaven has to come on earth. And heaven coming on earth is through my hand, is through your hand. Not, of course, through my physical hand or yours. But the God in us will walk through this physical hand. That is why God's plan has always been to dwell in us. So that he's close to us, he feels our pain, he feels our heartbeat, and he's here to use my hand, to use your hand, to use my head, to use your head. That the thoughts you think out are answers to prayers. Sir, I have said this many times. Today, today, you have no idea how many people are hurting all over the place, needing one help or the other. Willie, don't even know what to do, what to do. They have tried everything. So, so, sir, what I'm telling you today is that they are crying, even though, even though if they stop praying, but in their heart, they are crying for help. How is that help going to come? That help is going to come because God has entered you and I, and we are here to speak words, to pray prayers, to, to do programs, to, to, to invent, to bring out answers, to make men know that God is real. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So, this morning, what I have done is to Take what we are saying or what we've been saying and make it as practical as possible. Sir, don't forget, the thing at the heart of man, in the heart of God, is man. Don't forget, what is in the heart of God is man. Man is the principal thing here. It is man that God died for. It is man that God wants to redeem. So you and I are not here to judge and condemn men, no matter what they look like. They do what they do because they don't know. They do what they do because they are looking for help. They do what they do because of they don't they that they, they have no light. So from the eyes of the kingdom, we see the yearning. If we don't see the wahala, you can never solve it. But through the eyes of the spirit, you can see the you can see the source of the crime, the source of their pain, the source of why man will wake up now and say he wants to be a, a woman. A woman wakes up and says he wants to be a man, and they're making all this argument all over the place. What I'm telling you, beloved, is that where the world is going, only God can save us. Only God can help us. And that God has come down in me and in you as we align our heart completely. You see the kind of thoughts that will come through you. You see the kind of things, the kind of dreams that you have inside your heart. Don't forget, for it to happen outside, it must first happen inside. Yesterday, let me round off by saying this. Yesterday, I saw a short video where Elon Musk, Elon Musk is the Tesla guy, where his ex-girlfriend, the person that he dated while in university, his earlier days in university, right, 
where um is now coming to say some things about him something um, above all the other things he said something struck me she said that back then in the school that is when they were teenagers that elon musk was always talking about electric cars and was always talking about alternative sources of fuel so when you see tesla today driving the street when you see elon musk today become the richest man on the earth when you see Tesla now bringing out bringing out cars, electric cars, what does that tell you? Those electric cars for many years have been inside of him. Those electric cars, he didn't just wake up one day and begin. No, those electric cars, he has seen a world where electric cars is replacing fuel. It has always been in him. And then everything carried, walked along to bring it to pass. The question I ask you, what are you seeing inside? What is inside of you? That's the question, beloved. You see why I said, when we yield our heart to, to God, then he will start to fill us with, with what he wants done. His own way of fixing things. His own way, his own ideas of making world, the world better. His own ideas of making our marriages better. Of making our health better. Of making our life be the good that he intended from the very beginning. Let me stop here this morning. Don't forget, this glory is the glory to save humanity. It's a transforming glory that changes you and I to the full image of Christ in thought, in spirit, in action, and in words. Help me this morning to spread this message as much as you can. And don't forget, this morning you have been served. Shalom.